Hi, and welcome to episode 128 of the LES Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. We're going to now continue after yesterday with our Come Follow Me study for this, uh, well, for the next couple of weeks, found in Ephesians. Uh, we're looking at this from September 30th to October 13th. Yep, in Ephesians, for the perfecting of the saints. Uh, and we are now in the section uh, which is entitled, The Church is founded on apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Uh, that is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verses uh, 19 to 22, and Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 14. So we have here two very well-known verses from the New Testament. Again, another two verses of why Ephesians is often used uh, in the church, because obviously these two verses uh, identify the structure of Christ's original church and how we have that structure in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints today. Uh, having apostles and prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So uh, if we go straight uh, to verses 19 and 22, we're going to look at verse 19 to 20, which is a very well-known passage that we know uh, as a church. It says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So again, um, these callings of apostles and prophets have been instituted since the beginning of the church. Uh, and he, uh, when Christ um, formed it, uh, saw that as a process or a structure that will carry the church through in the last days. Uh, he'll bring, they bring the strangers and foreigners and bring them together as fellow citizens and the saints. Uh, we read, uh, in October 2004, in a talk called Prophets, Seers and Revelators, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said this, uh, quote, Why? In other words, why do we have these? Among other reasons, so that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slights of man, men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Thus, the apostolic and prophetic foundation of the church was to bless in all times but especially in times of adversity or danger times when we might feel like children confused or disorientated perhaps a little feel fearful times in which the devious hand of men or the maliciousness of the devil would attempt to unsettle or mislead against such times as come in our modern day the first presidency and quorum of the twelve were commissioned by god and sustained by you as prophets seers and revelators with the president of the church sustained as the prophet, seer, and revelator, the senior apostle, and as such, the only man authorized to ex exercise all the revelatory and administrative keys for the church. In the New Testament times, in Book of Mormon times, and in modern times, these officers form the foundation stones of the true church, positioned around the gaining their strength of the chief cornerstone, the rock of our Redeemer, who is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he who is the great apostle and high priest of our profession, to use Paul's phrase. Such a foundation in Christ was and always and is always to be a protection in days when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you. In such days as we are now in, and will more or less always be in, the storms of life shall have no power over you because of the rock upon which you are built, which is a sure foundation. A foundation, foundation whereon, if men build, they cannot fall. Close quote. Now, Alan Holland always speaks very powerfully, and this is no less. 
he reminds us that not only do we have the um, apostles and prophets to gather us and make us no more strangers and foreigners, but it is also for the purpose of directing and leading the members of the church that there is no uh, confusion. There was an interesting discussion uh, about this structure and about the church in the early days and how Paul obviously had to deal with uh, a lot of uh, diversion in the church. And this is because whilst there were the, the apostles and prophets, because of their technology at that time, they had to travel, uh, they had to move around very slowly. Uh, they could not reach all congregations and speak to all con congregations very quickly. And so therefore, over time, dissensions and divisions and um, miscommunications and different interpretations of doctrine uh, were being um, peddled. Uh, and so, and of course, there, there was the obvious uh, persecution that was coming uh, where the apostles were, were being killed very quickly. They could not gather together quickly to um, bestow or to pass on those keys uh, which they held. And so therefore, those keys were lost. Um, whereas now, today, in, in today's world, we have this technology now to have, well, again, we saw an example of that literally two days ago. We had a example of revelation that had been received by, by the First Presidency in the Quorum of the Twelve and the changing of the law of witnesses, uh, uh, baptisms and uh, proxy baptisms and sealings. And so that, one, that would have taken years to kind of get that message across a global church if we did not have the communication we have today. And that is how we are blessed to have prophets and apostles in these days with the technology that we have so that we don't need to be carried about by every, every slice of doctrine, or every slice of men, I should say. Uh, then we go to Ephesians chapter 4, where we read that phrase and the verse that Elder Holland gave, but we also have this other phrase, which I think is interesting as well. It is to support and bless us and keep us from being lost, but also, in verse 12 of Ephesians 4, we read this, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. That is why we have apostles and prophets and this structure of the church. This is a very important uh, thing which we have, which keeps us uh, secure. In a talk given in April 2011 called As Many As I Love, I Rebuke and Chasten, uh, Elder D. Todd Christofferson, who was then, uh, who was a member of the Corps of the Twelve then, uh, says this, quote, Correction can come through others, especially those who are God-inspired to promote our happiness. Apostles, prophets, patriarchs, bishops, and others who have been put into the church today, just as anciently, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Perhaps some of the things said in this conference have come to you as a call to repentance or change, which, if heeded, will lift you to a higher place. We can help one another as fellow mem church members. It is one of the primary reasons that the Saviour established a church. Even when we encounter mean-spirited criticism, criticism from persons who have little regard or love for us, it can be helpful to exercise enough meekness to weigh it and sift out anything that might benefit. To, to weigh it and sift out anything that may, might benefit us. Close quote. So again, this structure, these offices are there to bless, strengthen, and support the saints, to keep them true on the doctrine of Christ, and so that they are not lost amongst the slice of men or maliciousness of the devil. Uh, grateful for your listening today. Uh, if there's anything that you want to share from today's episode or anything that you've been studying, please do so at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter 
or email at ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.